Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Starting a family is undoubtedly an exciting time. But the reality of seeing a positive pregnancy test can send even the most laid back woman into a spiral of sleepless nights. Trust me, I've been there. We're here to tackle the conundrums that keep many mums-to-be, just like me, awake at night when they find out their life is about to change forever. Hello and welcome to Baby on the Brain, a podcast brought to you by Stylist Magazine, dedicated to the big life questions you face when you find out you're pregnant. My name is Fliss, I'm the digital executive editor at Stylist and I'm pregnant with my first child. I hit the third trimester recently and I've had a realisation I'm probably going to be wearing leggings and oversized holiday t-shirts from now until I give birth and secretly I'm very much enjoying the 10 out of 10 comfort levels. Every week I'm joined by a different co-host and today I'd like to introduce Natasha Gandotra. Tash is the head of digital marketing at Stylist. She's a first time mum to be and at the time of recording she's 19 weeks pregnant and freaking out about it on a semi-regular basis. She loves yoga and getting drunk with her pals, although she claims only one of these hobbies has transferred well into her pregnancy. (laughs) Together we're going to be discussing today's big question which is all about jealousy. Welcome, Tash. Thank you so much for joining us on Baby on the Brain. Congratulations on your pregnancy. How far along are you and how are you feeling? Hi, Bliss. Um, So I'm 19 weeks pregnant. So I I am almost halfway there, technically. Uh, And I'm feeling good. Uh, I say that with slight caution because I'm quite a small person. I'm five foot three. A uh, bit petite, so I'm dreading having to carry around lots more weight on my front. I was going to say, I don't think your height is going to affect how you feel. <laughs> no, but like, it's, it's I'm getting... fine, but I'm very small. <laughs> <laughs> fine, I'm tiny, but basically, it's just what I'm trying to say is I'm dreading the growth because I feel like yeah. I'm going to topple over onto my front, kind of like when you're at Glastonbury and you've got a really heavy backpack on your back and you normally just like plop back down into the field but I don't think I can do that when I'm you're uh, an upturned beetle yeah um no you really shouldn't like come coming from someone who is 36 weeks pregnant on Thursday please don't do that that's a really (laughs) bad idea like your child is probably padded but leaning on her or him is not a good idea. Okay, I'll say um, that. <laughs> so we're here today to discuss jealousy and you know, you and I are friends outside of work and it's something we've discussed previously but in a different guise. So I know when you told me you were pregnant and actually before that when I told you I was pregnant and you had this little secret that you didn't tell anyone, <laughs> um, I was moaning to you about FOMO. So just feeling like I was missing out and feeling so jealous of everyone drinking at Christmas and having a nice time and me just sat there miserable and scroogey, dry, dry and boring. I can't imagine Um, that. (laughs) 
<laughs> is jealousy something you thought about when you got pregnant? Like, is it something that hit you or or not really? Um, so I've got, I've been jealous a few times and um, we've briefly, yeah, we've briefly, briefly spoken about it before. But one of the things that I've been jealous about lately is exercising. So uh, this probably says a lot about my personality because I enjoy exercise a lot, but I've never been like a triathlete or anything like that. And now all of a sudden I'm like, oh my God, I wish I could run a marathon right now. Like why, why did I never run a marathon? Um, or I wish, <laughs> I wish I could go climbing. Um, my hu- husband and I often climb together. He's quite, he's quite um, lean and he's like great at that kind of thing. And I used to like going with him. Um, and I'm sure there are pregnant women that carry on, like run marathons and go climbing, but it's just probably oh, not yeah, something. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's not something that though that I feel that comfortable doing because I'm not an expert. I think the rule is with exercise is that you absolutely can carry on. Mm-hmm. Totally. I've carried on with my PT sessions, mm-hmm. um, but taking up triathlons, if you haven't already done a triathlon <laughs> when you're pregnant is not a good idea. So if you're sat there saying, do you know what? Now I'm pregnant, I'd really like to take up marathon running. <laughs> I think your doctor and all of your friends and Nick, your husband, would be like, now isn't the time, Tash. Now is not the time. <laughs> I think there's a couple of things I want to talk about today. And one of them centers on um, my jealousy of people who seem to be having the perfect pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Like I mentioned in the intro, I am genuinely sat here in... Um, leggings um and they are leggings that come up to just below my boobs real comfy real big ones um and a big t-shirt Aaron is now lending me his clothes um for anyone who doesn't know what we look like um I once described us like um Sully and Mike out of Monsters (laughs) Inc he is um he's a six foot three rugby player and I am five foot four and not that big but he is willingly lending me his clothes so I'm going around in leggings and like big t-shirts and it doesn't make me feel particularly good about myself that's what I would say and I'm really jealous that's nice you're not meant to be taking his side on this but in terms of the jealousy I'm really jealous of the women who have got like beautiful dresses to wear and they do their hair and their makeup and it's never really been my thing but whenever I do my hair or like put some mascara on or even draw my eyebrows um I do notice I feel better but I am starting to feel really jealous of all the pregnancy influencers that I follow now on Instagram I roll um who just look so great all the time and they look like they're having such a wonderful pregnancy in the sunshine with their coordinated outfits on and their glossy hair and and I know it's not the truth but I still believe it (laughs) I know what you mean um like I think you do have to remember though that it is just Instagram and I just think it's not something you can control like I guess like other people's pregnancies isn't isn't something that you can control so I guess it's just about like stepping back and trying to not compare yourself so much I think that's what I've been trying to do it's like just because it seems like someone's having the perfect pregnancy doesn't necessarily mean they are also if they do happen to have the perfect pregnancy great but they might not have the perfect birth or their kid might not sleep for longer than 20 minutes when it's born. Mm. Um, 
and you're always going to have some aspects that are better than some people better than other people technically um and then they might have things that are technically worse but um it's a com completely different board ball game for for people i think like it may seem like they're having a walk in the park but their next child could even be like a nightmare pregnancy i know a couple of people who walk like sailed through pregnancy number one and then it comes to number two and they been signed off work because they're just in bed yeah. um so i don't know it's it's more like uh, yeah it's people can put on makeup to cover up like their sleepless nights and things like that but um yeah, yeah you just got to be as chill as you can about it i guess i guess that's how i've been trying to see it Joining us today is the brilliantly honest and funny Molly Carnan. Molly has gained thousands of followers on Instagram for her exceptionally sharp-witted and truthful portrait of motherhood on Instagram. I'm thrilled to have you with us today, Molly. We've invited you on to talk all things jealousy. And as you were waiting in the wings, you heard Tash and I talking about the fear of missing out and being jealous about our friends finally getting their lives back. Um, I suppose I wanted to start by asking you, did you experience any jealousy when you found out you were pregnant? Um, not when I found out I was pregnant, no. I think um, my my main thoughts when I, for at least for the first three months, was just sheer panic and surprise. I mean, <laughs> even though it was something that we wanted, I was still shocked when I found out. It, it shouldn't have come as a surprise. It was, you know, the natural consequence of what was going on. <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah, so no, the first my first thought was, ah, okay then. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> I think everyone listening can relate to that if they've been pregnant. My first thought was in fact it might have even been my first word was it was like, Oh shit. <laughs> I actually said that those those exact words I said to my dog. My dog was the first person I told. He was in the room with me. <laughs> I went, Oh look, Lincoln. Look, there's two lines on the stick. Oh shit! That was exactly the whole like yeah conversation that I had with my dog. <laughs> so after you got over the initial sheer panic, um, did you did you experience any jealousy? You know, it was it was a different time. So your son Oscar is going to be two in June. Um, so you were pregnant in 2018, 19? The end of 18. So no pandemic. No pandemic to, to straddle there. Everyone's lives were relatively normal at the time. Yeah, yeah talk to me about any jealousy that you, you did feel. I mean, my pregnancy, to be fair, was completely textbook. Like, it, it, it couldn't have gone better, really. But my anxiety... I was absolutely through the roof for the entirety of my pregnancy. Mm. I was scared to pretty much do anything while I was pregnant. I was convinced that anything I did would make it not be there anymore kind of thing. Mm. And my sister actually had a very early baby. She had a 29-week little girl while I, when, I, when I was 22 weeks pregnant. So wow. this kind of just ramped up any kind of anxious feelings I felt. And I would always see any pregnant woman... I would see they seem so calm just looking forward to the future and I'm there a bag of nerves you know I couldn't enjoy scans I was convinced at every scan appointment it was going to be horrible news I mean I really really struggled to enjoy pregnancy so I suppose I do feel quite jealous of people that say they loved it 
I mean, I, I the mentally, pregnancy was a nightmare for me. And uh, I, I don't know how anyone says that they like that. So but I'd, I'd really, I'm, I'm quite, I suppose I'm quite jealous of people that just have a lovely experience. It's actually a really, really interesting angle because that's something that Tash and I, in our, I suppose in our privilege, hadn't thought about. Yeah. Actually, we're sat here saying to each other, God, I'm so jealous of people who are living their normal lives, going to the pub and having a drink. <laughs> but, you know, both of us are kind of, I suppose, to a point, taking everything in our stride. I mean, I did tell Tash a story earlier about... Um, crying because I was made to do a gestational diabetes test. (laughs) It was between my birthday and Easter. And uh, yeah, and it really ruined, it really ruined my week. But looking at what you've just said, it's such a different element to that, actually. Understanding that, you know, you can also be jealous of people who are enjoying their pregnancy because you've had it really tough. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, it, for a little while, I was convinced that people were just lying when they said that they were happy to be pregnant. I was like, no, no one can enjoy this. What are you talking about? But no, they genuinely like it. They do it millions of times. They think it's brilliant. But um, every every element comes with its with its own challenges. I mean, I've spent a lot of time in hospital over the years. So the medical side of my pregnancy, going, you know, having to do these tests and all sorts, they, they didn't bother me. I actually knew what I, I felt like I knew what I was up, up against with the medical bits. It was being at home and stupidly Googling things every time I felt a twinge. Uh, yeah. Don't even talk to me about Google. <laughs> Honestly, all I did was make things worse. I'd ring up my partner at work and be like, right, well, we need to go to the hospital because it turns out I've got, I don't know, a limb missing. Google told me that my foot was going to fall off in a minute, so we have to go. But, you know... There's a rare pregnancy thing that means that you lose your eyesight. It would just be <laughs> if, you know, if I felt a twinge or something, him kicking in a different place. So, yeah, I suppose I'm jealous of people that just go, oh, lovely, magical times. Do you think it was um, partly to do with the fact that you're a, you're a first-time mum? Because I think that's I had sort of definitely not the crippling anxiety that it sounds mm. like you had, but a few sort of, oh, gosh, I don't know if this is normal and then just what like worrying about things like scans coming up especially because you hear all the horror stories and then lots of people were like oh by the by the next time if you have another child you you'll be fine do you think that you'd feel the similar way next time if, if there is a next time oh there won't be a next time I'm not doing that again <laughs> but no um <laughs> I think my problem was that I was a bit cocky and I thought I knew all of it already because my sisters, <laughs> my sisters have got four and five children, uh, respectively. And I became an auntie when I was nine. So pregnancy, babies, like I've got two great, two, nearly three, because my niece is pregnant, great um, nieces and nephews. Wow. Someone is always wow. pregnant in my family. So I thought I knew it all. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is that, this is that. I knew every stage pretty well so I didn't have much in the way of surprise I think what got me was the how relentless it is you are relentlessly pregnant this is you you you're gonna I didn't expect how intensely protective I would feel of something I couldn't even see yet and I think I, I was just so worried that I was going to lose this thing that I was literally like obsessed with I loved it and 
feels so wanted. And I think genuinely that I psyched myself out. Yeah. It's um, actually what you're talking about is something that Tash and I touched on earlier, which was about jealousy around women having the perceived perfect pregnancy. And actually I was saying, I mm. think Instagram is, is not my friend at the minute. I like Instagram. I think it's a wonderful platform um, if you can behave responsibly on it, but I can't at the moment. Um, and it's affecting me and I know it's affecting me and that's probably where this jealousy and maybe a touch of anxiety is kicking off. It will do. It's terrible. It's terrible for that. It makes um it can make you nuts. Uh so you get the hashtag blessed black and white beautiful picture of a woman with a perfect little bump next to a window with the light shining through. And you think, oh my God, she's so happy and content and having the most wonderful time and i'm sat here feeling like an actual dollop of shit what am i doing wrong why is she having the the, the most amazing time and i'm yeah i'm sat here just not enjoying myself and i mean i suppose some people have some people may well coast through pregnancy and have the loveliest time imaginable but i think I think there is a bit of a stigma in complaining about it anyway. Not complaining, but voicing what you're struggling with. Um, because technically it's something that we picked. And you felt like you can't mm. be down or miserable about it because people are like, oh, it's all worth it in the end. It's like, no, it is. I'm not saying it wasn't, well, it's not worth it. I'm saying it's hard. Yeah. So it's easy to feel this kind of knot of jealousy in your stomach when you see these women who seem to you, you think you're not having this problem but they probably are or at least they have at some point during the process yeah it's a hard process it's traumatizing your body's doing a lot of work mentally yeah. your hormones are changing you're you're going through a lot so yeah. there's no way anyone can go through that and not have a bad day so your friends and your family say that your um your sisters have had lots of babies and stuff like that how have because I was talking chatting to Fliss earlier about how sort of my male friends I'm a bit jealous of them and just the fact that they will never sort of have this I guess like sense of responsibility that you have yeah and like not only having to look after yourself get yourself through the day but like look after this tiny thing growing growing yeah. so I was just wondering like, how yeah how you dealt with that I don't know if I dealt with it I probably psychoed about it a little bit I was a little bit unforgiving <laughs> uh I'd say um I had to remind myself a lot that it's not deliberate I mean it's it's the same as as anything if a lot of people if they haven't been through it themselves they just it, it just doesn't enter their head that, that, that certain things might not be okay to say or certain things mm. might be a bit insensitive or just not helpful or you know ignore like I had a, um, a friend of mine completely forget that I was pregnant while I was talking to him oh yeah you're pregnant it's like and it's not their fault but it's constantly there isn't it when when you are pregnant it's not like you go oh yeah it's there all the time in your head. You, you're aware of this thing that's growing. And, um, yeah, I mean, with, with my partner, 
while I was pregnant. And honestly, I was so, I would just stare at him like, why do you get to just sit there and be happy and eat what you want and be comfortable? And I'm here, <laughs> giant asthmatic whale trying to just exist. You're fine, I'm not. I like that, yeah, it was real. Like I was proper ragey. That <laughs> jealousy was firmly there. I would just stare at him like, I hate you. And it was so sad because he looked after me so well. It was so nice <laughs> while I was pregnant. He really helped. And it just didn't help. I was still fuming all the time. Do you think at that point when you were fuming and you felt jealous of him and um, you were sat there thinking, this is not fair, this is not fair. Do you, at any point, did you check yourself and go, oh, my hormones are raging? So many times. <laughs> Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I think part of being pregnant in a pandemic, actually, um, and, it, you know, Tash and I are both first-time mums, um, the the strangest thing for us now is watching people go back to their normal life, and that's, that's bringing out some of the green-eyed monster in me. I am... Um, I would love to be going to a pub right now and having a, like a frozen margarita or um, I dream quite a lot about having Aperol spritz or a pint. And and I am jealous. I know I've not got long. Tasha's got a bit longer than me to wait, which has got to be tough. But you enjoyed more of last year. That's all I want to say to you. Don't make me jealous. True, I got time um, for Christmas and it was fine. <laughs> yeah, see, some of us had sober lockdown Christmases. Um, sad. But it makes me think, will all my childless mates be living my old life? And will I be jealous of that? You know, and actually, should I be looking at myself and going this is actually going to be wonderful. This is just a new period in my life. You know, did you experience any of this, Molly? I was convinced that that I would. I was I was so sure that I would find it really difficult. I was a bit of, um, yeah, before Oscar, I was a bit of a party girl. Like, I would be out a lot. I would be, I, I was fond of the rosé. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I was, I thought that that would be the hardest thing for me while I was pregnant. I thought I'd be counting down the days till I could go and just, have a glass of wine in a pub garden again and just enjoy it. And it, it's funny, when he was born, it couldn't have been the furthest thing from my mind. A friend of mine, my new baby present from my friend was a bottle of wine. And it's still in my fridge. It was like a like a, a, a champagne-y, you know, the nice ones. But um, 
yeah, it's still in my fridge. I said, said to my, say to myself, oh, I might have that. I haven't. I'd, I'd barely drink anymore because I got. I just don't want to. Um, it's amazing the shift. Once you're responsible for this little tiny thing, I don't want to freak you out, <laughs> but the person that you are before goes. You're not her anymore, and that it can be very difficult. It, you you rebuild yourself. I think you learn the kind of parent you're going to be. You learn and try to learn this is very hard how how to be yourself and recognize that you're still a person whilst looking after this child in tandem and it's a massive learning curve it's not a horrible one it's amazing to see the different sides of yourself and you I, I, I impress myself with what I do every day and I think being a mum is awesome it's absolutely wonderful you won't care that you've seen a boomerang from your mate on Instagram and they're in a pub garden and then they're doing a really bad cheers, but it was the best one they could get. <laughs> you, you're saying, oh, but you, you won't relate to it. Another thing is just because you're a mum doesn't mean your life finishes. It just means it takes a little bit more planning. So that jealousy aspect, I mean, you're different to me. Everyone's different. And... I'd be lying if I said that I didn't think sometimes I like if I hear a song that comes mm. you know, that reminds me of a night out, I'll go, oh, that was great. Mm. And then Oscar will smile at me or give me a cuddle or give me a kiss. Mm. And I forgot that feeling. Your new life is fantastic. You give birth to your own little best friend and it's wonderful. You've got so much fun to come. I promise. So you're kind of saying, Molly, that um that other people will go on living their lives and potentially our old lives and there may be potentially the odd moment when we're like oh god I want that shot of tequila but essentially the overwhelming love for our children or whoever will um yeah it sort of overrides the jealousy kind of thing for me I mean for me it does I know some people struggle with it more than I did I but before asking my mental health wasn't amazing so this is this turn has been exactly not not exactly what I needed but it's given me that that drive and I feel like I feel like if you just enjoy it because it's I mean don't get me wrong it's hard work it's tiring it's um every day you're not really sure what you're doing there's never a moment when it clicks and you think I've got this down I know what I'm doing because every day is the first time you've done that age but it's still fun. It's still your idea of fun will change. You know, you it won't be going out and getting smashed. It'll be, oh God, let's take him to Peppa Pig World and see his face. It's going to be brilliant. I love it. You're proper buzzing for that. <laughs> so the, the kind of final element of jealousy that I've just been thinking about, and Molly, everything you've said is actually wonderful because I think it's really important that we acknowledge and remember what a brilliant thing we are about to do yes my back is aching and yes do you know what the ends of my fingertips are in shreds because I'm pricking myself for my blood tests four times a day now but then you then she kicks me like she's kicking me now she's obviously very much enjoying this podcast and oh, I very appreciate that thank you <laughs> I'll tell her and um and you, I kind of think oh my god 
Oh my God, that wardrobe I've got next door with all these tiny little, very cute dresses in. Soon they're going to have a tiny little human being in. And that's, you know, yeah, that's what, that's what we're here to remember. But forward facing, the final concern I have that I just wanted to ask you, I suppose how you handled was jealousy around people and motherhood and mothers with their kids. I suppose, especially looking at people who seem to be not just having the perfect pregnancy, but doing all the right things in motherhood. And, you know, already I'm trying not to put too much pressure on myself to go back to work or to not go back to work and do the right things by me. But I'm, you know, I have no idea if I will be able to breastfeed or not. But I'm already worried that if I can't, I'll be insanely jealous that other people find it so easy. Or, you know, going out, you say you went to the farm, actually, the people that can just go out at the drop of a hat, that might not be you, but, you know, anyone else can go out at the drop of a hat, but I will soon have to do some kind of army-style planning for day trips out. It gets easier. Um, It gets a lot easier as I get older. For the first maybe six months, it's a bit more of a an operation but as they need less going out gets a lot more um straightforward I suppose <laughs> so yeah don't worry about that one yeah how do you keep your emotions in check as a mother well let me know if you find out oh <laughs> uh, you, you don't I suppose it's the short answer um I still have wobbles and but these these days I have I've realized that no two children are the same so What's right for one family isn't necessarily right for yours. Um, be kind to yourself. Like there's no there's no right way to do it all. Just if your kid's alive at the end of the day, they're happy, they look at you and you know they're happy, you're doing a good job. You don't need to worry about what they're eating or screen time or all of that nonsense that people seem to just use to beat mothers around the head with. Mm. A lot of people, especially on social media seem to deal in making making parents feel guilty or showing off oh I did this today we only had 16 seconds of screen time and then we went to a woodland and ate leaves and it was magical (laughs) (laughs) organically grown children made of hemp those people aren't real you know so everyone is doing their best I think and some people need to share online the the good kind of political not politically correct but the correct things that they do to get that validation because they're probably having a bad day themselves that's what I've learned so mm. I've learned a lot a lot of parents say oh well we don't have the tv on for dinner and we do we don't do this and we don't do that but then when you speak to them they go oh yeah well we have all day every day this week but that's not the bit they choose to have public so I think yeah. you're gonna feel like other people are in on something that you're not that's inevitable. You're going to sit there sometimes and think, I don't know what I'm doing. Why do they know what I'm doing and I don't? Why do they know what they're doing and I don't? But they don't know either. They're just pretending to. It's this really difficult one. And with, with breastfeeding, I couldn't breastfeed and I really wanted to. But I was too ill when Oscar was born and it just didn't happen. And I, I kind of knew that that might happen. But you do feel... You know, you see other women just popping a boob out and it's, it looks so easy. But breastfeeding, that I'm looking back, I'm glad I didn't do it now because 
It looks hard. It looks exhausting. It looks so, so difficult to maintain. So now that jealousy has kind of disappeared because I'm just like, oh, yeah, well, my partner can feed my baby and I can go to the toilet. Do you know what I mean? Things like that. So I think hindsight is a wonderful thing. And I don't know if, if everyone's doing their best, but most people are lying, I suppose, is what you could take away from that one. I love that. I absolutely love that. Tash wasn't that fantastic. Molly had so much insight. And I just appreciate how honest she is and how funny she is and I don't actually think she goes out of her way to intend to be that funny um and sharp but she is I I really really enjoyed it so I think if I had to take a tiny piece of Molly with me on my pregnancy and motherhood journey it would be the reminder to be kind to yourself um because jealousy is a manifestation of something else and I can't quite put my finger on it but I don't need to be looking around at other women um because I'm just going to enjoy motherhood and I might do it right I might do it wrong I'm certainly not going to put the wrong bits on Instagram but that's what everyone else is doing so I think that's what I'm going to take away what did you learn um I agree it was really really great to chat to her so one of my favorite things that she said was that when you become a mother you're less likely to be kind of as jealous as you think of your past life and your your friends who might still be doing the same kind of thing because you rebuild yourself when you become a mother so um you are different like I think no matter how much you might think you're not going to be you you are so that rebuilding yourself um also I think what's really important is that we might obsess about being the perfect mother but actually um, Molly mentioned which of course is true is that all mothers are different but also every child is different so um you you might have this image of what you want them how you want them to behave but essentially you can't control how that's going to be so they could just be a little terror (laughs) and you can't really do that much about it I am I don't know how obsessed I am with being a perfect mother I don't wish for things to be perfect I just I see other women who are doing it perfectly and I think to myself I've been like I've been wearing these leggings for three days now that's I'm a disgrace (laughs) or um um, you know I haven't painted the nursery and I yeah, I haven't done any of the other things. I haven't packed my hospital bag and everyone else has got their sanitised down and laid out in like vac pack bags ready to go. If I go into labour, we're going to have to scoop together some old pants <laughs> and a few nuts from the cupboard and arrive at hospital <laughs> hoping and praying for the best. You just need a really organised friend. My friend um, gave birth earlier this year with her second baby and... Um, she had everything in all like little little Ziploc bags. I'm just going to get her to do yeah, it for me. Mate, she is the person that I'm seeing on Instagram that is not helping me, Natasha. I'll get to do you one as well, don't worry. <laughs> that would be wonderful. Thank you. And to your first point, I actually do, yeah, I thought that was really, really interesting. And I've isn't it strange that neither of us thought of that? We both started this podcast saying to each other, oh, what about our old lives? Like, first of all, like we had been through our 20s 
with no trouble at all, <laughs> like which a... is completely ridiculous. Lies. Like they were idyllic years. Like we weren't, I don't know, despairing over boys and hangovers and just friendship fallouts and all of those crazy things, constantly worrying about my body image and which pictures were on Facebook and which ones weren't. Looking back at it with rose-tinted glasses and then actually not appreciating the fact that we're going to be doing something awesome. Exactly. Really soon. Definitely. And I think another thing we didn't um, touch on ourselves, like we were complaining a bit about um, the aches and pains, the physical hurts of being pregnant, but actually... Mm. Molly touched on something which is so important as well which is like the mental health side of things so yeah even if someone's having a pain-free pregnancy a sort of trouble-free one actually the sort of the the crippling anxieties that come along with like even the most healthier pregnancies can just Mm. really like get you down and really affect the way that you are when you're pregnant as well so that was really interesting to hear too. Yeah, I think the unseen issues of pregnancy are probably, you know, things that we had we didn't consider when coming into this. So I would say Molly was a very good guest because she's made us reconsider everything we thought we knew about jealousy and pregnancy and motherhood. So now we can uh, trot off into the sunset knowing that we are going to be perfectly imperfect. Um, I think we'll waddle off into the sunset, but that's okay. (laughs) Speak for yourself, Natasha. (laughs) Well, that's all for this episode of Baby on the Brain. A special thank you to my brilliant co-host Tash and our awesome guest, Molly. It's been such an interesting discussion about jealousy and I've realised I have a lot to learn. As ever, it would be great to hear from you if you had thoughts or observations about what we discussed. You can tweet us at Stylist Magazine, find us on Instagram and use the hashtag StylistBabyOnTheBrain. Next week, we'll be joined by influencer Janet as my co-host and our guest will be Sandra Igwe. Together, we'll be discussing all things ambition. So strap in, it could be quite the ride. Remember to subscribe, share and leave us a review on the App Store. 